This is everyone's favorite season, Autumn, from Triple Threat, and you're listening to AllSportsCleveland.com, the home of the NEL Christmas Classic. All right, we are live from beautiful, beautiful Valley View, Ohio. I am Tyrell Jackson. I am your host. Welcome to the hottest sports talk show that is up and coming, baby. We're talking about technically it is real episode seven, and I am back after a one week hiatus. I just want to say I miss you guys so much, so I just want to say thank you for your patience. And like I said, I was off last week because of a work event, but I am back, right back in the studio, right back at home, right back where I need and want to be. And it is so great to be here today. It is a beautiful Saturday morning. We're talking, what, about the 70s or something like that. Sunny skies, a little humid, but it shouldn't get too hot out there today. But look. It has been an absolute crazy ride of the last couple of weeks. And let's just go ahead and just fire right out the blocks with Jabra of the Week. Now, we all know what Jabra of the Week is. But just for my new listeners, Jabra of the Week, it can be anything. It can be sports. It can be life. It can be just anything. Now, two weeks ago... I messed up by saying Bishop Sick, uh, Sagamore is Bishop Sycamore, and that's sick of a school. And trust me, it's still, and it's crazy because it's been a, almost a month, and we're still waiting on details about it. We're still coming out with new details about it. It's slowing down a little bit, but it's still details coming, up, coming out about it at the end of the day. But we know how it goes. You got to stand out above the rest as a... As, something crazy or whatever it may be some crazy might have happened maybe it's a bad week i don't know whatever it may be i make the rules and i break the rules but the point is is that you got to stand out above the pack and usually it's not a good thing if you stand out above the pack when you go on jobber of the week and jobber of the week congratulations nfl because you have earned jobber of the week this week now why is the nfl jobber of the week this week you might wonder well i'm pretty sure a majority of you saw the kansas city chiefs cleveland browns game and early in the game ref ball as some of us people like to call it ref ball came back and it came back full first full force swinging Full force swinging. I'm talking about these refs know how to do their job to mess up a game. So Ronnie Harrison has made a tackle. And Ronnie Harrison is getting up. He gets up. He's trying to walk away. And here is a Kansas City Chiefs offensive lineman pushing him back into the down player that was on the field. Now, Ronnie Harrison is already in the process of moving, of walking, and he accidentally steps on the Kansas City Chiefs player. Accidentally steps on the Kansas City Chiefs player. Now, throw a 15-yard penalty because you don't know what's going on, whatever. BS, but okay. Okay. That's your choice, refs. But... Then we have the Kansas City assistant, 
And please, please correct. If I'm wrong, I apologize. But I believe his name is Greg Lewis. Oh, he's Jabra of the Week, too. Jabroni. What a jabron. He then proceeds to, as Ronnie Harrison is getting pushed. Now, he, now you can tell Ronnie is not intentionally stepping on the Kansas City Chiefs player, which I believe it was Edwards. He's not intentionally trying to do this. He's really just trying to get out the way. And he gets pushed back. This causes the Kansas City Chiefs assistant to push Ronnie Harrison. And Ronnie retaliates by pushing him back. Now, the flags are on the field. The referees concur. They congregate together. And they sit back and throw the penalty on Kansas City, which was originally the correct call. And if and, and, and it wouldn't have been job of the week because they made the correct call. Harrison retaliated after being pushed. But it wasn't his fault. He's being pushed back. What what if you you are getting pushed back into a, ta- a small space and there's another person down on the ground? I'm pretty sure and he didn't look at the guy in the sense of I'm going to step on him. He unintentionally stepped on the player. Unintentionally. You can tell it was unintentional. It was unintentional. And Kansas City got it right the first time by penalizing the coach. By penalizing the coach. Penalizing Kansas City. Oh, but that NFL. Oh, but that NFL. Oh, you know. You know they had to come back with some vengeance. Because they don't like us. You don't think the NFL is still stewing over the fact that the Cleveland Browns had to sue the NFL back in the 90s after they moved to Baltimore? After the NFL forced Cleveland out of Baltimore? I mean, out of, uh, into, into Baltimore? You, you don't think they're still mad because we had to sue the NFL in order to keep our history and our records from going over to Baltimore? And to get an expansion team. That's real, people. That's real. And you don't think the NFL is still stewing over that? I know, oh, it was 20, almost 30 years ago. It's the NFL. The NFL don't forget. And Roger Goodell was working for the NFL at the time. So you don't think they sit back or whatever it may be? Now, that's just a little conspiracy theory. I don't want to make it as facts as far as the NFL still don't like us. But that's just how I'm personally feeling. And as the referees respot the ball and we're getting ready to play, now there's a stoppage by who? The people from New York. Now, we, we got some history with the NFL and the people from New York. And if you have been a longtime Browns fan like I have been, Even though I'm 25 years old, you can ask my mother, trust me, when I sit back and say, I've been watching football since I was three years old. Matter of fact, if not younger. And when I say watching football, I mean paying attention attentively to football. So if you all remember Bottlegate, 
And I'll go in a little deeper dive on that when the anniversary comes up. Because it is coming up. If you remember Bottlegate, we ran another play. And the NFL should not have a right to review the play that happened technically two plays ago. There was no buzz down, no... No, none of this, none of that. Oh, we were trying to buzz them down, but we had communication issues. None of that. You're supposed to get it right. You're supposed to get it happen before the ball snap. Now, they did get it right before the ball snap. But, oh, New York got to buzz into those referees during the Cleveland Browns game. Isn't it fitting? And they go, no, 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 no. We don't punish coaches for pushing players. We punish the player for intentionally stepping on another player when it wasn't intentional when it was not intentional the videotape clear as they show now we can date back to a few years ago when the nfl really don't care about the cleveland browns when jarvis landry's getting choked out by ravens cornerback no flags thrown there but oh ronnie harrison a browns player unintentionally is trying to get out of the way and gets pushed by the coach. And who gets disqualified? Even though it is clear as day as the coach, the assistant coach pushed the player first because Ronnie retaliated. Ronnie gets disqualified from the game. What type of mess is that? So we reward the coach. We reward the coach for pushing a player. For getting in the play of field. But we punish the player for retaliating. This is the same thing that happened a few years ago when the Bengals were playing the Pittsburgh Steelers in the wild card game. And you had Joey Porter out there as a coach on the field trash talking and pushing the Cincinnati Bengals players. And nobody got penalized but Cincinnati. The NFL has sent a message. That as a coach, assistant or not, it is okay to interfere with the players. It is okay to get physical with the players. It is okay. It is okay to push and put your hands on the player or stick your feet out on the players. And you will not get penalized. You will not get punished. You will not be disqualified from the game. But don't you dare be a player and retaliate back. Don't you dare do it. How dare you? How dare you defend yourself? How dare you? How dare you push a coach back? They're so fragile. Get out of here with that mess. I want to say another word, but get out of here with that mess. The NFL has sent a clear message that it is okay as a coach, assistant, head coach, doesn't matter. It is okay to physically get involved in the game, whether the play is dead or not. And if you don't believe me, look at back at the Joey Porter incident. If you don't believe me, look back at the Mike Tomlin incident with the player returning the kickoff and Tomlin getting in the way. If you don't believe me, look at the Jets assistant coach that tripped the Miami Dolphins player. Now, he got penalized and disqualified for the game. But... After that, they really haven't stopped it. As a matter of fact, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't even remember if he did get penalized for that or not. But they 
have done nothing to stop things like this. And it showed again. That coach should have been disqualified. If you want to disqualify Ronnie Harrison because if you think his step was intentional, okay, I don't agree with the call, but that's one thing. It's another thing when he's the only one getting disqualified because he pushed the coach back or he unintentionally, intentionally, whatever you took it as, stepped on the player because he's getting pushed back into the player after he's trying to walk away. And he's being pushed by a Kansas City Chiefs assistant coach. That is total BS. I don't care if it was the Browns, if it was the Chiefs, if it, if it was Pittsburgh, if it was Baltimore. You had to do things right, especially if the referees on the field got it right. And then you look at the replay and interpret it completely different and got it completely wrong. It shows that the coaches can get away with getting physical with the players. It shows that you do not have trust in the referees that you have hired to referee and officiate the games. If you don't trust the referees, don't hire them. That plain and simple. If you do not trust the officiating for getting it right the first time, don't hire them. Get the robots. You're the NFL. Get the robots you can control. Yes, that's loss of jobs, but hey, you got control of them. You already got control of the of the, of the uh, human officials. Because what the hell was that? What was that? The amount of bull that happened in that sequence is why the NFL is jobber of the week. It is exactly why. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. The NFL messed up that call. They sent a cloud, a loud and clear message. As a coach, it is okay to get physical with the players. And as a player, if you retaliate, you will be punished severely for it. Now, I've read no reports of Ronnie Harrison getting fined. And it wouldn't surprise me if he did. But I've read no reports on it so far. But they've sent a clear message. You will get disqualified. You will be forced to sit out of the game if a coach puts his hands on you. And even if it's all because he stepped on it, I think everybody knows, unless you're just delusional. Everybody knows that Ronnie Harrison got pushed back into the running back and it was trying to get out of the way before that smug SOB, Greg Lewis, if that's his name, if I'm not mistaken, put his hands on a player. Put his hands on a player. I am right, Greg Lewis, the running back coach. For Kansas City, put his hands on a player. You are an assistant coach now, not a player anymore. Keep your hands off the players. And isn't it ironic that the NFL preaches about player safety, but lets assistant coaches put their hands on their players without any repercussions? Isn't that ironic?
when we come back, we are going to continue talking about the Browns of Kansas City because I got my thoughts on that. But you are listening to Technically It Is Real on All Sports Cleveland on North Coast Underground. We'll be right back after these This is everyone's favorite season, Autumn, from Triple Threat, and you're listening to AllSportsCleveland.com, the home of the NEL Christmas Classic. When snowmobiling in an avalanche terrain, make sure everyone has an avalanche beacon, shovel, and probe on their person and knows how to use them. Get training by taking an avalanche course and check the daily avalanche forecast at avalanche.org. Always be aware of local conditions. If you see recent avalanche activity, go ride elsewhere. Most importantly, only one at a time on the slopes. And don't group up in runout zones. Brought to you by the American Council of Snowmobile Associations and the Federal Highway Administration. Are you thinking about buying medicine online? A search for online pharmacies yields more than 20 million results. But which ones can you trust? Medicines bought from unlicensed online pharmacies can be dangerous. You may get a fake drug, your condition may get worse, or you may experience a bad reaction. Don't put your health at risk. To learn how to find an online pharmacy that's safe and legal, visit fda.gov slash besaferx. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Nurse, I need you to apply pressure to the head wound until I can get to it. I'm concerned she's lost too much blood. Oh, no. You in the corner, who are you? You're not supposed to be here. She's my girlfriend, doctor. You need to wait out in the waiting room. Please, doctor, I want to stay with her. Look, she's been badly injured. So if you want to do what's best for her, you need to let us do our work. Please, doctor, she has to be okay. I didn't mean to do this. I love her. Wait a second. You were the driver? Yes, but I didn't mean to. I swear, we we went to dinner. I, I was just buzzed. I only had a few drinks. Just buzzed? Why didn't you tell us that? In that case, your girlfriend is fine. Hey, sweetie. I feel great. You want to get out of here? I can't believe this. Really, doctor? She's really okay? What, are you kidding? No, not really. Nurse, get me a suture kit. Stack. Buzzed driving. Maybe we should stop acting like it's no big deal. Buzzed driving is drunk driving. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Transportation, the Ad Council, and this station. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately, because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment, and that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs, face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. It was a moment that changed my life. It was still at the heart of the storm when we arrived in a convoy of Humvees. These people had been there for hours, all scared and on the verge of hypothermia. We dug them out. 
Got them home safely. That's what we train for. Moments like this. In the Guard, you serve your community as well as your country. Go to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters in this station. All right, we are back to technically it is real. So look, like I said, uh, we are going to talk about this uh, tough loss against Kansas City last Sunday. And here are some of the takeaways I had for the game this, uh, this past Sunday. The Browns beat themselves. They beat themselves badly. Um, Kansas City, they made the right plays to capitalize off of our mistakes. And they did walk away with the win. But at the end of the day, at the end of the day, you know, it's it's one of those things that, I mean, Kansas, Kansas City just legitimately took advantage of the opportunities that we had. And Kansas City is a great team. You cannot make the mistakes that we made. The Nick Chubb fumble was a massive mistake. And when he fumbled the ball, I knew the momentum was starting to change. But even when we sat back and got into the end zone with Kareem Hunt, made it 29 uh, and scored our um, to make us go up. Uh, it was I think it was like twenty nine to seventeen or something like that. There was a shift because the very next play after the kickoff, there go Patrick Mahomes doing what Patrick Mahomes do. We cannot make mistakes like not being able to catch a snap off of a punt, and our left handed kicker runs right and gets tackled. Gilligan, you were a rugby player. You should know how to punt or kick or get rid of the ball very fast while people are coming at you fast we can't beat ourselves like that if we are going to make a playoff push and go to the Super Bowl and potentially win a Super Bowl we cannot do things like that where we're fumbling the ball where where we're making bad plays where we're not moving the ball we played like the old Browns in the second half the first half showed me, hey, we're a Super Bowl contender team. Kansas City can't touch us. They score. We score. Doesn't matter. You cannot touch us. You can't stop us from passing the ball. You can't stop Schwartz. You can't stop Njoku. You can't stop Hooper. You can't stop Bryant. You cannot stop nobody on our team. That's what it showed. Tyron Matthew there or not. They got 10 other of a starting defensive uh, line. A defensive lineup. And we slung that ball around the field that first half. We played Cleveland Brown football that first half. New Cleveland Brown football in that first half. That second half, I don't know what team that was, but that team low-key reverted back to 2019. We have to play better football. We are expected to go to the Super Bowl. It is a Super Bowl or bust type of year this year. No ifs, ands, or buts about it. It is a Super Bowl year. We only got a short amount of window, and damn it, I am ready to see the Cleveland Browns win a Super Bowl. I've been watching bad 
football for 20 years. I am tired of it. I am so tired of watching bad football. So whatever we need to do to get over the hump is going to have to go through Kansas City. We make the playoffs. We make the playoffs nine times out of ten. We are seeing Kansas City again. And if we do what we did in the second half, we are not going anywhere. Because what I saw in the first half, if they would have did that in the second, I saw a team that can take down Kansas City with Mahomes, with Matthew, with anybody. They can take down Kansas City, especially that offense. Now, that defense... They're going to get it together. That, outside of Hill and Johnson, they really haven't played together all like that. Johnson made the on the 75-yard bomb to Tyreek Hill. Johnson made a, a bad read on it. He didn't know where the ball was. Hey, nobody knew where that ball was but Tyreek Hill. Nobody knew where that ball was but Tyreek Hill. But this pass defense, to me, is going to get better, especially if we get Greedy back and Del Pitt. And we, and we got Will, um, and Newsom who had a good game. Denzel Ward obviously had a good game. And that's another thing, too. Denzel Ward is the best corner on our team and is the only corner that can sit back, or hell, even the only defensive back that can sit back and cover Tyreek Hill one-on-one. If you want to play zone against Kansas City, okay. Fine. Just keep Denzel Ward on Tyreek Hill. That's all you got to do and have some safety help just in case they try to go deep. Because them little corner, them little short crossing routes or whatever it may be, when Tyreek Hill was getting covered by Denzel Ward, it wasn't working. It was not working. My takeaways from this is the following. This is not 2008. And what I mean by that is, back in 07, we went 10-6, and six, our last winning season prior to last year. And there was a lot of hope and excitement going into 2008, and we didn't win nothing for, what, 13 years? For 13 years after 2007. So when I say this is not 2008, I do not think there is a, oh, my God, this team is bad. We got some challenges ahead, but this team is not bad. It's not going to regress under Kevin Stefanski. The GOAT, Kevin Stefanski. It's not going to regress at all. It, it, it just can't. It cannot regress. So, this is not 2008. I don't have to worry about this team going 5-11 and 11 or in this situation 5-12. and 12. I gotta, still got to get used to this 17-game thing. Another ironic thing, but, you know, player safety. But we cannot shoot ourselves in the foot like that. If we're going to play teams like Buffalo in the playoffs, Kansas City, heck, even Pittsburgh, as good as that defense looking, that defense is going to carry Pittsburgh to the playoffs. Barring any injuries or anything like that, it's not going to be Pittsburgh's offense. It's going to be that defense. We're going to play teams like that. Baltimore, we cannot shoot ourselves in the foot like that. We have to continue to play Cleveland Brown football for 60 minutes and not old Cleveland Brown football, new Cleveland Brown football. Plain and simple. You run it with Chubb. You put the ball in Baker's hand when you need him to. Because Baker had a good game. I don't care what people say. 
people want to crap on Baker for making a play and not taking the sack or whatever it may be. And, yeah, hindsight, yeah, you might want to take the sack, but you also got to try to make the play at the same time. I'm not faulting him for neither. I'm really not. Baker only missed, what, four or five passes in that game? That's it? Baker's the truth. And as far as managing the game, the thing that scares me about Baker is, is he the guy that can lead you down the field to win the game? And if we're going to make a playoffs and make a deep run into the playoffs and go to the Super Bowl, we're going to end up having a drive like that. And that's what scares me about Baker Mayfield. But continue to play good Cleveland Brown football. Run it with Chubb, run it with Hunt, passing where you need to. In the fourth quarter, you run it with Hunt, tiring them out so Chubb can be the wrecking ball that he is. We do that <laughs> and stretch that field with Schwartz and Njoku and when Odell comes back and balls out because I know he's going to ball out. They're resting him. He's going to ball out. Especially if they don't trade him. He's going to ball out for us. You got three, four guys that can stretch the field and hit them with that, with those crossing patterns and all that and those rollouts and whatever it may be. There's not a lot of teams that can touch us on the offensive side of the ball. Defense, defense got to learn how to play together, especially that secondary. Especially that secondary. Now, losing Anthony Walker for a few weeks, that hurts because our linebacking core is not the best. Matter of fact, I say that linebacking core is our weakness because I think the secondary is going to get it together by, by I, hell, I say by November they're going to have it together. But we have to play Cleveland Brown football for 60 minutes every game. My takeaway is, is this. Kansas City's not that much better than us. If you look back at the divisional ch- uh, game, Kansas City, even with Henny or whatever it may be, Kansas City beat us because we made our own mistakes and their defense stepped up. If you look back at last week's game, Kansas City beat us because we made our own mistakes and the offense capitalized off of those mistakes. Kansas City's offense did. We face Kansas City in the playoffs. I don't think Kansas City wants to see us in the playoffs. Because I think by the time January rolls around, we're going to be a completely different team. And it's going to be good. Especially if we play Cleveland Brown football. It's going to be good. So when we come back, when I come back, we're going to talk about the high school game that I covered last night, which was Bay Village versus Westlake. For the Battle of the Little Brown Jug, we are going to talk about that and my thoughts on that. You are listening to Technically It Is Real on All Sports Cleveland here on NorthCoastUnderground.com. We'll be back after these messages. My dad came to live with us last month, and you know, it's going pretty well. I feel like I never have time for myself. With him being around more, it really lets us catch up on things. His memory isn't what it used to be. We get up and we have coffee. He usually wakes up at 4.30. Then we go for a walk. He needs lots of my attention. I do need to keep an eye on his medications, though. That's important. Sometimes I feel like a pharmacist. I'd say John and the kids are adjusting pretty well. They honestly have no idea what I'm going through. It can be a little challenging. Help. But so far, so good. I could really use just a little help. For those dealing with the daily struggles of caring for a loved one, we hear you. 
That's why AARP created a community with experts and other caregivers for advice, tips, and support. Together, let's help each other better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. At risk of losing your home in a foreclosure? We can help. We'll deal with your bank, reduce your payments, lower your principal, improve your credit rating. We'll buy you a pony, give you the ability to fly. We'll let you pilot a blimp. We'll bring your childhood cat back from the dead. We'll name a comet after you. We'll let you ride a unicorn. We'll carve your name into the moon with lasers. We'll arrange a meet and greet with Santa Claus. We'll give you a train. If you're facing foreclosure, there are a lot of companies promising to help you. All of the information can be really confusing. But who should you trust? The Hope Hotline. The Hope Hotline is a free resource connecting you with HUD-approved housing counseling agencies available 24 hours a day who understand your situation. Since 2007, they've helped over 5 million people get the clarity and information they need. Call the Hope Hotline at 888-995-HOPE. That's 888-995-4673. Brought to you by NeighborWorks America and the Ad Council. All right, crew, let's get her dug. Honey, you want to give me a hand? I'm planting that tree, remember? No matter how large or small your digging project may be, no matter how urban or rural, you must always call 811 before any digging project. 811 is our national one-call number, alerting your local utility companies to come out and mark any lines they have near your dig site. You must call 811 at least two to three business days before any digging project so you can avoid hitting our essential buried utilities. This includes natural gas and petroleum pipelines, electric, communication cables, and water and sewer lines. So before you do this or this, make sure you do this. For digging projects big or small, make the call to 811. Brought to you by Common Ground Alliance. Adopt U.S. Kids presents Multiple Choice Parenting. Your daughter just got invited to the prom. Do you A, meet her date? I need to see your past date report cards, your driver's license, a list of references, and this hair sample. B, help her pick out a dress. (gasps) Don't you just love the long sleeves and turtleneck on this pantsuit? Ugh. C, attend the prom undercover. Mom, what are you doing here? I'm not mom, I'm Calvin, the new kid at school. Or D, capture her big moment. Uh, Let's take a photo of you two. I'm in the middle. When it comes to parenting, there are no perfect answers. But that's okay, because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Teens in foster care will love you just the same. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt US Kids, and the Ad Council. All right, we are back to Technically It Is Real. So, like I said before the commercial break, I am going to be talking about the high school game that I had the utmost pleasure of covering between the Bay Village Rockets and the Westlake Demons. Both teams coming in off of close wins as Bay Village went up against Hunting Valley and won 21-13. And Westlake coming in off of two straight wins. And this was also their homecoming night. Um, with their last win being against the Parma Redmen, 21-18 in a close nail-biter. 
And this game was a fierce rivalry game. There was a lot of um, heated chirping towards the end of this game. But Westlake, uh, at the game of the first down, they basically got stalled out. And Bay Village just ran the ball down their throats. I mean, my God. They ran that ball down their throats. And they came out, ran the ball, and would end up scoring on their first drive. Paulie Alewitz, again, I will say in advance, sorry for butchering any names. I It is not intentional. But Paulie Alewitz ran it in from five yards, making 7-0 in the first quarter. And... Later on in the quarter, Will Ostrowski, again, sorry if I'm butchering the names, he, he came out on a on a jet sweep and just exploded a 77-yard run, tied a game with seconds left at the first quarter. This game was just run, 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 run. I mean, these two teams ran more than Forrest Gump ran in the movie Forrest Gump, which is an excellent movie. Um... Both teams just didn't establish a passing game at all. They didn't. Uh, matter of fact, I think it was about about 16 yards, about in between 12 and 16 yards between both teams. And Westlake um, basically covered for all 16 of those yards. I know there was a 12-yard pass. So he has about about six, about 12 to 16 yards, and Westlake uh, was responsible for all those passing yards between both teams. This was just ground and pound. Hey, we're going to run the ball at this, that, and third. The problem I had with Westlake was the fact that they kept running the same jet sweep over and over and over and over again to the same player. And it did work for a 77-yard run, and it did work for like a like a 17-yard run later on in the game. But overall, it was not really working. Bay Village rated very well. And Bay Village just kept attacking, attacking, attacking. There was a good amount of personal foul penalties between both teams, especially on Bay Village's side. And the thing about Bay Village is that their defense is so good in stopping the run, and they would just also wasn't was just continue to move the ball, even though they weren't really getting into let's say like field goal range or whatever it may be. But they still were running the ball and chewing away clock, and they was able to just run the ball enough to keep the ball out of Westlake's hands. This this game ended four well not this game, excuse me, the first half ended fourteen to seven. Uh at the um <clears throat> oh it uh ran it in again for a second touchdown for five yards out. And look, they the Westlake Demons had problems handling the ball. There was a couple of fumbles by them. Even the plays that didn't turn up the fumbles, they were just having a a bad time handling the snap but it was a beautiful gorgeous night last night for uh for some high school football and it just it was just one of those things where it's like okay Westlake gets some momentum and then it gets stalled out or whatever it may be and there was instances where hey Westlake came out defense got a three and out and it was looking like okay well Westlake has opportunity to go down the field and score and next thing you know Westlake ended up muffing the um the 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 punt and that Pretty much killed the rest of their momentum. Pretty much, it was one of those things that that they just kept going back and forth. 
Brandon Spillman, uh, Spellman, excuse me, he burst one out for 51 yards uh, towards the end of the third quarter. It ended up setting up a four-yard run by him uh, at the beginning of the fourth quarter at the Westlakewood. And, and it's so crazy because there was a drive in the third quarter after after the muff punt and and the Rockets couldn't capitalize off of that. There was a drive by the Demons in the fourth quarter where they were moving that ball. They were moving it. They was getting big chunk yards here, five yards here, six yards here, 17 yards here, 12 yards here. They were starting to move the ball down the field, and they got about to the to about the about Bay Village's 47, 48-yard line, give or take. And because of the officiating, I don't know what was going on down there. Maybe they was trying to figure out. Oh, they was trying to figure out a penalty because Bay Village ran it for like 10 yards, but then there was a penalty. And they was trying to sort all of that stuff out, whether they got the first down or if we penalize them. Because the penalty came after the play and they got the first down. So there was conversation between, you know, is it a first down? Is it not a first down? This, that, and the third. And basically, they decided, hey, you know what? It's a third down. It's third and long. And that killed Westlake's drive. That killed Westlake's drive in the third where they had an opportunity to tie the game. And I think if that does not happen where the referees stop the game for five minutes, they probably drive down the field and score a touchdown. That's how much momentum they had on that drive. Now, that was the messed up part. And now... Instead of it being a first down, even if it was a first down, because the penalty, the personal foul happened after the play. Like, it was already down this and third. Even if you go third down, it's third and long, or first down, but they got a spotted back or this and third. It's one of those things where it just killed the momentum of Westlake. It killed their momentum the entire, the rest of the way. And that then led up to the the 51-yard run I was telling about by Spellman. And it led to to uh, Bay Village eventually jumping out to a 14-point lead. And after their first drive of the fourth quarter, after their first drive in the fourth quarter, that that was it. That was it. Christian Rogers took a 15-yard sack. He got an injury. Uh, Kenan uh, Mackey Kenan came in, threw a 12-yard pass on a on a third and very long. They punt the ball to to the Rockets. And the Rockets just ran the clock out. And that was the Rockets' best drive outside of the first drive of, of the game. That that To me, that was their best drive because they kept the ball out of the hands of Westlake from preventing them from coming back or whatever it may be. They got the ball like probably like, like 9, 15, 9 minutes left, and they just ran the ball straight down the field. And they got into the red zone where they was like, okay, well, we don't need to uh, – score because we already got the touchdown it was getting a little chirpy it got a little heated it's a rivalry game it's homecoming Westlake is probably not feeling the best because you know the simple fact hey it's homecoming and they just lost and they lost a big rivalry game but nonetheless 21 to 7 your final score as Bay Village according to maxpreps.com improves to 3 and 1 and the Westlake Demons fall to 2 and 3 so for Westlake they, they they ran the ball okay. They didn't, 
like they didn't run the ball extraordinarily well. They they had a rush that ran for a hundred yards plus. But the thing is, is like they to me they ran for that hundred yards because of the seventy-seven yard run. Outside of that seventy-seven yard run, they didn't have a run that went over twenty-five yards for the rest of the game. But for for Bay Village Rockets, they played excellent defense. They read the coverage. Uh, they they just kept stacking the box, and that's what helped them win this game. I think what also helped them win this game, it was some questionable play calling by, by Westlake. It's fourth down. It's about fourth and four, whatever it may be. Why are you trying to run a fake punt? A fake punt? And it's not even a passing punt. It's, it's one of those jet sweep fake punts, and your punter's not even that fast. That was questionable. The fact that you called the same jet sweep over and over and over again. Bay Village read it. Yes, you burst one out for 77 yards, but Bay Village read the play every single time. One yards, two yards. I think the most after that 77-yard run was like a – like a 12-yard gain or something like that. But just outside of that, just to me, it was questionable play calling by Westlake a little bit. And also just the turnovers. They couldn't handle the ball well. The ball was like butter to them sometimes. And it's just one of those things where everything was not clicking for Westlake. So Bay Village has a, has a you know, they, they proved the 3-1. They have another um, rivalry game, I believe, against Rocky River. And that's pretty much it. Look, my game, my my players of the game, my players of the game for Westlake is Will, uh, Ostro Whiskey. Like I said, if I'm butchering, I apologize uh, in advance. 12 carries, 123 yards, and a touchdown. He had that 77-yard run that really kept them in the game as far as the score and giving them a change. Um and giving them uh, a, a chance to basically keep them in the game for most of the game until Bay Village uh, end up getting a 14-point lead uh, in the beginning of the fourth quarter. So for that, he gets player of the game for Westlake, and then for Bay Village, it's a tie between Brandon Spillman and uh, Paulie. Look, both of those guys, they're thunder and lightning. They both complement each other very well, and it, it, to me, the best – visual equivalent I can give you is Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. Like, it really was. Paulie was the Chubb. He just ran the ball down your throat. Power couldn't bring him down very very easily and everything like that. And then Brandon would come in and just just bring his speed and tie you out with his speed. It, was, it just reminded me of Chubb and Hunt. Brandon had 14 carries, 111 yards and a touchdown. And Paulie had 22 carries for 147 yards and two touchdowns. And they complement each other so well. Thunder and lightning, there's no doubt about it between those guys. So that is the high school game that I was able to cover and the high school game that I'm telling you guys about. When we come back, we have a big cash-in that happened on Monday Night Raw. I'm going to give my thoughts about that. And also, we are going to preview the NBA Central Division as the NBA season is coming up fast upon us. So we're going to get it started early. I'm going to try to get all the divisions in before the NBA season starts. But we're also going to preview the NBA Central Division as well. On the next hour, you are listening to Technically It Is Real on All Sports Cleveland on North Coast Underground here in beautiful Valley View, Ohio. We will be right back after these commercials. My name is Lola Silvestri, and I'm going to be 95 this year. I was very independent. I fell, and I had to have meals on wheels. 
America, let's do lunch. One in six seniors faces the threat of hunger, and millions more live in isolation. Drop off a hot meal and say a quick hello. Volunteer for Meals on Wheels by donating your lunch break at americaletsdolunch.org. This message brought to you by Meals on Wheels America and the Ad Council. Welcome, everybody, and thanks for tuning in. I'm your host, Smokey Cole Bear, filling in for Smokey on his birthday. Because after 75 years of... Only you can prevent wildfires. Turns out there's much more to say. Just look at the news. Nearly 90% of wildfires are caused by us humans being careless. And I'm not just talking about obvious things like campfires or letting your totally sweet nephew, Francis, play with matches. I'm talking about dumping your used barbecue coals willy-nilly or parking your car on tall, dry grass. That can lead to... Poof! Guess the song was wrong. We did start the fire. But listen, being a South Carolinian, I respect Mother Nature and her trees, whether coniferous, deciduous, or new car scented. So if you love the outdoors like me, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention, because fire safety is always in season. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Everyone, and I mean everyone, has the right to feel confident and secure when they wear swimwear. But we all know that that's not the case. So let's shop Vibe Swim. Vibe Swim is a swimwear brand that has the hottest styles for all sizes, genders, and of course, vibes. Be all that you are in new Vibe Swim pieces that you can purchase online at www.vibeswim.com. Again, that's www.vybeswim.com. Coats for Kids Cleveland was started in 1981 by local radio station employees. Since then, we have raised over $3.25 million and distributed over 500,000 coats in Northeast Ohio through the Salvation Army and more than 75 other social service agencies. All donated coats are cleaned by Syntas prior to distribution. Our goal for 2013 is to acquire 25,000 new or like new coats and raise $125,000. Your generous gift of $100 will purchase six new coats for children in need. Call our office today at 216-986-8957 to make a donation or check out our website at coatsforkidscleveland.org to find a list of drop-off locations and hear about our sponsored raffles and contests. If you have a child in need of a coat, you can register with the Salvation Army of Greater Cleveland along with their Christmas registration. For time and date and location information, contact the Cleveland Area Salvation Army at 216-861-8185. At Coats for Kids Cleveland, we hope to make every child feel warm this holiday season. Tired of all those expensive clothes that don't even last long? Want clothes that are fashionable, comfortable, and affordable at the same time that you won't leave in your closet forever? Go to SwiftLife.com. That's S-W-I-F-F-L-Y-F-E.com. They've got the best deals on all clothing, men's, women, and children. Everything right now is 40% off at SwiftLife.com. That's S-W-I-F-F-L-Y-F-E dot com. Get right with Swift Life. I remember the, I remember the moment. I remember the moment. I'll never forget that moment. As long as I live. As long as I live. A storage tank ruptured, and for miles, chemicals were pushing up against the riverbanks. This was a big, big deal, and it was going to have a serious impact on communities up and down the river. I remember the moment this local guy came up to me and said, they call the guard out for this stuff? You probably thought we were all about hurricanes, tornadoes, fighting Mother Nature. Hey, it's a chemical spill. It's a disaster. It affects the water supply, threatens wildlife. We're talking about the health of entire communities and people's livelihoods. You bet we're ready for these kinds of things. We were out there with booms to prevent the spill from expanding. 
We are responsible for protecting and monitoring the sensitive wetlands. I also remember the moment that same guy came up to me and said, I don't know what we would have done if they hadn't called the guard up. Learn more about how you can protect your friends, families, neighbors, and the environment. Everything that makes up your community. Go to NationalGuard.com. Sponsored by the Ohio National Guard. Aired by the Ohio Association of Broadcasters in this station. All right, we are back to Technically It Is Real. So let me just say this before I... um, talk about what happened on monday night raw this past monday i had the pleasure of interviewing bay village head coach ron rutz um amazing guy uh nice guy to talk to and everything like that i was able to talk to him for about a minute or so and i was able to hop on twitter today and got a nice surprise dave zastdale ex nfl punter was a longtime punter here in Cleveland, and I actually was a fan of his even before, when I was a kid, even before I found out he was actually from Northeast Ohio. Retweeted my interview. Nah, I'm doing a little bit of, you know, yeah, no, I'm doing a little bit of gloating here. Or I guess, I don't know if it's gumbling, go, gloating or whatever it may be, but I, I'm just blessed that, and blessed and humble, just blessed and humble that one a punter that I was a fan of for the longest and still is saw this and retweeted this and two I am blessed with the opportunity of this internship like I have said multiple times just so blessed it just brings excuse me it just brings opportunities to to basically just do what I love and get my name and my brand out there. So it was a nice surprise. It made me uh, happy. It made me mark out when I was like, oh, Dave Zassadil retweeted my, my interview with Coach Rutt. And, uh, yeah, I was, that, that brought me a smile and made my day and brought me, you know, just a lot of joy to my heart. And, uh, you know, it, it's amazing. So, uh, Dave, if you're listening, I am a huge fan. And, um, you know, just uh, thank you for um, the time that you spent here in Cleveland, and I guess thank you for the retweet of the uh, of the of the interview that I had with Coach uh, Rutz. But anyway, we're gonna keep it moving as we had a big cash in on Monday Night Raw, and I am talking about Big E cashes in on the Almighty former WWE Champion Bobby Lashley to win his first World Championship. This was long overdue. It was long overdue. Got to give Biggie a round of applause. Congratulations to that man. That man has worked his butt off for the last few years. Actually, last, what, seven, eight, nine years. Starting all the way back in NXT. The, not the original, but the, the reboot, basically, when Seth Rollins was there. Matter of fact, he is the second ever NXT champion as he is the one who took that belt off of Seth Rollins and coming in as Dolph Ziggler's bodyguard and uh, working his way up through uh, the New Day and everything I've always clamored for Biggie being a world champion 
I knew the moment I first saw Biggie, he would be a world champion. My friends will tell you I have been clamoring for Biggie to be a world champion, and I always have said that Biggie is a future world champion, and it has finally became true. Congratulations to you, Big E, on the cash-in. And the only thing I would say about the cash-in is that I wish it was a surprise. I think you would have got a bigger reaction if... I mean, the reaction was huge. Let's just say the reaction by that crowd was absolutely huge. So it shows the respect that Big E has from the crowds. But if... It was not announced on Twitter, and they didn't have the promo at the beginning of the show about Biggie teasing the cash-in. I think you would have got that much more of a loud reaction from the Raw crowd and just in general. Now, I know they did that for ratings because, hey, Biggie's saying he's going to cash in. People are going to tune in. I get it. But at the same time, I would have just kept it a surprise. Would have kept it a surprise because... The people that missed it, they watch it on YouTube, and then they tune in next week to see what's going to happen. Now, the interesting thing is next week we got the New Day versus the Bloodline. And although I am excited about that match, I'm disappointed because that's a match you can build. That's a match you can build for Survivor Series, and they're not building it for Survivor Series, which makes me nervous that the person who's going to end Roman Reigns' Reign as Universal Champion is going to be Brock Lesnar at Super Saudi Showdown Blood Money 7. Um, so that, that that's the only thing that makes me nervous because maybe they know that Roman Reigns is going to drop the title at, in Saudi Arabia. So they're probably just going to do this match now. They're hot gunning this. They're shotgunning this match right now. But I would not give this match away for free. I would build it and make people subscribe to Peacock and everything like that. But nonetheless, nonetheless, I think they're going to tear the house down on Monday Night Raw. Then that's another thing, too. You got to worry about TV commercial breaks and everything like that for TV. Compared to pay-per-view, you don't have to worry about that. It's just go, 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 go. So the, the, the New Day bloodline happening on Raw. Very interested, very excited to see that match. Uh, I did not watch the new episode of Dark Side of the Ring. And this week's episode was the plane ride from hell. It is a well-documented event that happened back in 2002, 2003, if I'm not mistaken. And involved Dustin Rhodes, who is Goldust, who was formerly known as Goldust. Ric Flair, Sam, uh, not Sam, excuse me, Mr. Perfect, and a lot of guys, um, a lot of big names in the wrestling industry back then and even today, a uh, lot of legends on that plane ride from hell. So I did not watch that episode, being busy with the internship and everything like that, but I'm going to give everybody a two for one next week because next week, yes, I'm already teasing it and I will remind you at the end of the show. But next week, because they will be coming out with another episode. So next week, I will be reviewing both of the Plane Ride from Hell episode and the latest episode that they are coming out with. I can't remember off the top of my head that they are coming out with. But I will be reviewing both of those episodes next week. So when we come back, we are going to talk NBA talk as the NBA season 
is fast approaching us. And we're going to talk about the NBA Central. We're going to talk about the Cavs, Pacers, Bucks, Pistons, Bulls. And we are going to get into it in my thoughts and predictions on that. You are listening to Technically It Is Real on All Sports Cleveland here on NorthCoastUnderground.com. We will be. You're listening to the flagship home of Lake County Captains Baseball. Isaac scores and the captains walk it off on opening night. We are the talk of the land. AllSportsCleveland.com. Valley View, Cleveland. The traditional light bulb. A groundbreaking invention in 1879. It's time we switch to longer lasting energy star light bulbs. They're more efficient than the old bulbs, like a text message is more efficient than a carrier pigeon. And they cut down on our energy costs. Because in our own groundbreaking age, we deserve a light bulb that saves us some cash. Saving energy saves you money. Learn more at energysavers.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Energy and the Ad Council. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. (sighs) We want to hire you. You're, You're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. When Frank DeLorenzo returned home from Iraq, things did not go smoothly. DeLorenzo was diagnosed with post-traumatic stress disorder and a traumatic brain injury. But DeLorenzo found an unusual solution, Sophie. Sophie is a pit bull rescued from the Cleveland Kennel. With proper training, Sophie can now remind DeLorenzo when to take his medication, wake him from his nightmares, and essentially watch his back. With all the success DeLorenzo had with Sophie, he decided to start Wags for Warriors, a nonprofit-based organization in Northeast Ohio started to help service men and women that have been affected by their combat experience. They work with local rescue organizations to match the veteran with an appropriate dog and provide all the training and support with no cost to the veteran. To find out how you can support Wags for Warriors, call 330-285-3941. Again, that number is 330-285-3941. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with an SPF of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. All right, we are back. We are back. We are back. So, the NBA season is fastly approaching us. We are, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, 
less than a month away or about a month away from the NBA season starting. So with that being said, we got some NBA talking to do. So the first division we are going to talk about is that none other than the... That none other than the NBA Central. So let's start off with the Chicago Bulls, who had a very active offseason, easily the most active offseason that anybody had in this division. Last year, they finished 31 and 41. They finished 12th in the in the um, in the conference race last year. This team is trying to find its way, trying to find its groove in a sense of they are ready to make a playoff push. Now, the thing about Chicago is that they added some young talent. They've also added some veteran talent. And when you add veteran talent like DeMar DeRozan, that gives some playoff experience. Now, they did lose Al Farouk Amino, and they did trade Thaddeus Young, but that was all because they wanted to get uh, DeMar DeRozan. And they got Caruso that can come off the bench and give you a good six, seven, eight points. Um, they got Derrick Jones from Portland. They they got rid of uh, Markinen. They've... Sign Lonzo Ball, who can uh, who can run that offense like no other. Uh, the best move to me, the most underrated move that they made to me, was Tony Bradley. Yes, he only played 18 minutes with the OKC Thunder, but if you look at his per 36 minute stats, he actually averaged 17.3 points uh, in in that in that type of uh, time frame. So he's a guy that. If you put out there for 36 minutes, basically, he could get you 17 points. And that's huge for uh, a team that's been trying to find his identity, a team that has been trying to get back on the track of winning and bringing playoff playoff basketball back to Chicago. And I think that they can come close to doing it. I have them, like I said, they went 31 and 41 last year. I have them winning six six more games than they've won last year. I think this team, with their building out there is pretty solid you know Lonzo Ball DeMar DeRozan there DeMar DeRozan brings the veteran experience but then you get young with Lonzo you get young with Tony Bradley you uh you you bring somebody off the bench who can score eight points and Alex Caruso um and you got some draft picks for you got a first round draft pick from Portland next year you got another draft pick uh in 2023 you got Derrick Jones Jr. who's a solid player I think this was a uh, a good off season. This was easily their most active off season that they've had for a while, and I am general. Generally, I am excited about what Chicago is going to do from a basketball standpoint. I'm I'm very excited uh, about that. So, I think Chicago will be fine. Uh, like I said, they get six more wins, but they, like I said, they still got. And, and think about it, they, they got Lonzo, they got they got Caruso again. Like I said, they got DeRozan, they got Jeff Green, who's added veteran experience. They got Zach Levine. Uh, Kobe White is gonna come off the bench 
obviously they're paying Lonzo Ball that much money. There's no way in hell that Lonzo Ball is just going to be on the on the bench. There, Kobe White's coming off the bench uh, when he gets healthy. They got Tony Bradley. They got uh, Nikola Vucevic. So they've they've built a solid team out there, full of young guys and veterans. It's a nice mix of of talent out there that can help one another. And that's why I got to give them the, the six more wins. And w- the way the standards were in the East last year, if you give them six more wins, that gives them thirty-seven wins. And if you look at the the East last year, that was 30, 37 wins was enough to get you to the playoffs. The Celtics, who we're going to review later on um, in a few weeks or maybe next week, depending on what I'm thinking. Like if you look at seven, eight, nine, and ten who were all play-ins. Celtics was 36 and 36. Washington was 34 and 38. The Pacers barely missed out at 34 and 38. And then the Hornets was 33 and 39. So basing off the standings that happened last year, Chicago can make the playoffs if they if they can win six more games and win a play-in game. If they finish in the seventh seed, though, and how close the the 10 seed is to the 8 seed, they might have to be in the play-in game. But Chicago can pull those six wins with DeRozan, with Lonzo, with Levine, with, um, excuse me, with Tony Bradley, with Caruso. I think they can pull those six wins. I really do. And they can become a playoff team. Now, a deep-run playoff team? No. But a team that can still make it back to the playoffs and bring some buzz back to Chicago as far as a basketball standpoint, heck, even a sports standpoint in general, outside the White Sox, yes, they can absolutely do that, and I think they will do that this year. I think they get over the hump, at least make the playoffs. Do I think they make it out the first round? No. (laughs) I don't think so. It would be very shocking if they make it out the first round, but nonetheless, it just brings back buzz and excitement for the Chicago Bulls, and I'm I'm very excited about what they are going to do out there as far as on the court and everything like that. So we'll see what's going to happen um, the, with with Chicago. I'm that's the team I'm going to be looking looking out for for sure because, like I said, Chicago's Chicago's made a lot of moves this year. They were not playing this year. They were not playing at all. So, you know, we'll see how that goes with Chicago. And like I said, but let's keep an eye on that. So moving on from Chicago to the Cleveland Cavaliers. Our beloved Cleveland Cavaliers record last year was 22-50. and 50. Woo! Go Cavs! <laughs> so look, 22-50 and 50 last year, They that was... If you want to say good enough to finish 13th in the conference, they, they barely made it out of last place if it was for Orlando and Detroit. Um, they really didn't. They made some moves, but not a lot of moves. The The big thing about Cleveland's offseason was, was they're going to trade Colin Sexton? There was a lot of rumors about Colin Sexton being traded. As a matter of fact, there almost was a trade um, that was gaining a lot of steam with him going to Detroit, but that uh, fell through. But Cleveland's in a position where they're, to me, they're stuck in limbo. I don't know what they're trying to do. I mean, we got Evan Mobley, who I like a lot. 
and we re-signed Jared Allen, who I like a lot. They got Laurie Markin in. He can come off and, and hit a couple of threes here and there. The Ricky Rubio trade, I'm not excited about the trade. Ricky Rubio is a good player. Do not get me wrong. But I'm not that excited about the Ricky Rubio trade. He's a guy who can run the run the floor. Uh, is an excellent dime passer. But what is that going to do? We already got, like, what is that going to do? Like, we got Sexton. We got Garland. I'm pretty sure they're not going to move Garland to the small forward position to to put Rubio in the starting position and move Colin over to shooting guard. Garland's a little too small for that. So I do not think that they're going to sit back and start Ricky Rubio. Rubio's going to be a guy that's going to come off the, the bench, um, in my opinion. Larry Nance is gone. That's a move I did not like. If I had to choose between marketing and Nance, I'm choosing Nance in a heartbeat. But Nance is going because of that three-team trade, um, which let, had Chicago land Derrick Jones Jr. and got rid of marketing. But Nance is going to Portland. We got marketing from Chicago. We drafted Evan Mobley, like I said. Uh, Tyron uh, Prince is gone. Uh, that was the Ricky Rubio trade for cash. Jared Allen got signed for five years, $100 million. Jared Allen brings intensity. He brings rebounding. He brings scoring. And he brings defense. So, to me, to sign, from my point of view, if you're going to sign a guy five years, $100 million, after you just got him after a year from a trade, not even a full year, half a year, really, uh, after a trade with the Brooklyn Nets, and you sign that man to that big deal, even though he did have a great season, that tells me one thing and one thing only is that this franchise is going to build around Jared Allen, and that's going to be a lot of pressure on Jared Allen. So, my key takeaway from the Cleveland Cavaliers season is can Jared Allen handle that pressure because they're building around Jared Allen I, I think there's no doubt about it even with them drafting Evan Mobley who plays pretty much the same position I think they decided to go with a great front court and sit back and was like okay look we're going to secure the paint nobody's going to get in here with Mobley and, and Allen and then we'll worry about building our backcourt later we have Sexland for now but hey who knows how that's, how long they're going to last because we're already talking about trading Colin Sexton. So I am very interested in what is going to happen with the Cleveland Cavaliers this year because it's a little confusing. I, I don't know. I don't know what's going to go on. But that's the Cleveland Cavaliers side. How many wins do I have them adding on? I think they get two more wins. I think they improved to 24 wins, uh, 24 and 48. That's okay. You know, it's 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 really rebuilding. We're stuck in limbo of rebuilding. And if you really think about it, if you really think about it, it's been like that outside of LeBron coming back for four years. It has been like that since 2010. If you exclude LeBron James coming back from 2015 until he went to the Los Angeles Lakers, we have been rebuilding to get over LeBron ever since he left the first time around. If you really put in that perspective, this team has been rebuilding with a break in between. But this team has been rebuilding for t- almost 12 years now. So, And they still have not figured it out. I think they're starting to with Jerry Allen, but time will tell. Kevin Love, he might be gone this year. I think Kevin Love likes playing in Cleveland. 
either that or he just knows that he won't get signed by anybody else if Cleveland buys him out and releases him. So that's why he denied the, the waiver release. But if Cleveland decides to let Kevin Love go, I don't know where he's going to go. You know, they already tried the buyout thing. It didn't work. So I don't know if that's because Kevin Love likes playing here. I highly doubt it. But also, I think Kevin Love knows that he wants to still play, but nobody really is going to be interested. He might have a team or two be interested, but it's not going to be a contending team that's going to be interested, and I think he knows that. So when we come back, we are going to continue this NBA Central uh, preview. We're going to talk about the Detroit Pistons, the Pacers, and the Milwaukee Bucks next. Here on Technically It Is Real, we will be right back after these commercials. What are you going to do with your old car? You can try selling it, you could junk it, or you can donate it to Heritage for the Blind. Your car will be towed away for free and your donation is tax deductible. Just call 1-800-778-1489. Heritage for the Blind accepts cars, vans, trucks, and boats. It doesn't matter if your vehicle runs or not. It will be towed away for free, and you'll be supporting those that need help. Heritage for the Blind is a nonprofit organization that helps the visually impaired live fuller lives. Call right now to donate your car, and as a special thank you, you'll receive a free three-day vacation voucher to over 50 locations. Call Heritage for the Blind right now. Call 1-800-778-1489. Donating is easy, and your vehicle is towed away for free. Plus, you'll get a free vacation voucher for donating. Call now, 1-800-778-1489. That's 1-800-778-1489. A lot can happen in six seconds. A rodeo ride, a dramatic basketball win, and the world record holder can solve a Rubik's Cube. Six seconds is how long it takes for an 18-wheeler traveling at a safe speed to come to a complete stop. And in those six seconds, that truck will travel the length of two football fields. So please, give them room. Never cut in front of a large truck for any reason. Our roads, our safety. Learn more at sharetheroadsafely.gov. The holiday season is fast approaching, and that means that the shopping frenzy will soon begin. During the holidays, we are often asked to keep in mind those who are less fortunate. All of us here at allsportscleveland.com would like to remind you to support charities like our friends at Toys for Tots. Toys for Tots is the official holiday charity brought to you by the United States Marine Corps. Their primary goal is to deliver, through a shiny new toy at Christmas, a message of hope to needy children that will motivate them to grow into responsible, productive, and patriotic citizens and community leaders. Toys for Tots will also accept monetary donations as well. This great tradition dates back to 1947 and is continuing to thrive throughout Northeast Ohio. If you or someone you know would like to make a difference in the lives of a young child during the 2013 holidays, please visit toysfortots.org to find where you can deposit your brand new toy or make a monetary donation. That's toysfortots.org. Most of us like to be out in the sun. That's why sunscreen and other safety measures are key to protecting your skin from aging and cancer. The FDA recommends using a sunscreen with a sun protection factor, or SPF, of 15 or higher. Also, look for broad spectrum on the label. That means both harmful ultraviolet A and B rays are blocked. 
UVA rays age the skin, UVB rays burn, and both cause cancer. But the perfect sunscreen doesn't count if you use it wrong. Don't need sunscreen on a cloudy day? Wrong. 80% of UV rays still get through the haze. Only use sunscreen at the beach? Nope. Anytime you're outside, UV rays attack the skin, so you need protection. And you have to reapply sunscreen every two hours. Remember, SPF plus broad spectrum equal healthy fun in the sun. Visit www.fda.gov sunscreen for more information. A message from the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. Hello and welcome to today's lottery drawing. Good luck. And here's today's winning numbers. First one up, it's not yours. Second one, not yours. And another number that's not yours. Okay, this is one number that's yours. It's a five, but you don't get any money for that. And the final number is not yours. Yep, so chances are you're not going to hit the lottery anytime soon. Don't get us wrong. The lottery can be fun every now and then. Just please don't rely on it for your future savings. How about this? Brew your own coffee at home instead of buying that latte every day. Brown bag it to work instead of ordering in. Ride your bike instead of buying all that gas. These changes alone can save you thousands a year. Thousands. Small changes today, big bucks tomorrow. Feed that piggy bank. Go to feedthepig.org for more free ideas on how to save. Feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of Certified Public Accountants and the Ad Council. Creando conexiones durante la recuperación de un trastorno mental y uso de sustancias pone toda la fuerza de la familia y comunidad apoyándole a usted, ofreciendo apoyo y esperanza. Únete a las voces de la recuperación, fortaleciendo familias y comunidades. Para información confidencial sobre desórdenes mentales y de uso de sustancias para usted o alguien que conoce, llame al 1-800-662-4357. Patrocinado por el Departamento de Salud y Servicios Humanos de los Estados Unidos. Imagine me, a dog, moving in with a human. I didn't know how it would work. Turns out, my human's pretty entertaining. For instance, every time I give my human his ball, he throws it as far as he can. And I'm like, dude, that's your ball. So I go get it, but he just throws it. Again! I gotta say, though, the more he does it, the funnier it is. I love my human. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. All right, welcome back to Technically It Is Real. So we are going to continue our NBA Central preview with the Detroit Pistons. Last year's record, 20-52. and 52. They finished the season with the worst record in the East. And what do they do? What do they do? Nothing. They've done nothing. They traded Jalili Okafor and uh, Sekoi Do uh, Dambawe. Gotta butcher these names, but that's okay. And for DeAndre Jordan, future multiple draft picks, and they later just bought out DeAndre Jordan's contract and waived him. Um, they've got a couple of role players here and there. Um, Nothing really major outside of the Jalili Okafor trade. And look, Detroit's okay, I guess. I mean, look, they don't have a lot of big names on there. They got Josh Jackson. They have Carl Joseph, Corey Joseph, excuse me. And they got Jeremy Grant. But 
you know, outside of the the Okafor trade and signing Kelly Olynyk to a three-year deal, which what is Kelly Olynyk really? Really, Kelly Ke- Kelly Olynyk. You know, what I'm saying he he get you some points every now and then, but you know he's he's not gonna make uh, a a big difference on a bad team. You know, is 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 not gonna happen. So so yeah, I I I just don't see Detroit doing that much in the season. Matter of fact, I have them dropping three games from um from 20 wins to 17 wins. They 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 did not like Kelly Olynyk Kelly Olynyk is not going to come in and be a LeBron James. And what I mean by that is he's not that game changer. He's a game contributor, not a game changer. LeBron's a game changer. Kobe was a game changer. And even then, they might have a hard time carrying this Pistons team. Even LeBron, I'm talking about prime LeBron, Miami LeBron. We'll probably have a hard time carrying this team, to be honest with you. But that's their biggest signing is Kelly Olenek. You, Detroit, you're sitting there with the worst record in the East, and you've done nothing but trade two players, sign a bunch of role players, and then buy out DeAndre Jordan's contract. That's all you did. So, how am I supposed to believe that? How am I supposed to believe that you guys are going to tie, even tie, even tie your win totals? That's why I got them losing three, three extra games. They'll drop down to 17 and 53. And that's it. 17 and 55, excuse me. That's where they'll drop it. Because I, they did nothing. They did nothing. All offseason, they did nothing. They signed this player to a two-year deal. They signed that player to a one-year deal. They signed Kelly Olenek to a three-year deal. They traded Jalili Oka for it. Okay. Is, is that how you're going to put butts in, in Little Caesars uh, arena seats? That's how you're going to put butts in those seats, huh? With Kelly Olenek? I'm sorry. I still got a personal vendetta against Kelly Olenek. I don't like that dude at all. From a basketball standpoint, obviously. But, yeah, they they, they just, eh, you know. It is what it is with that. So, anyway, we're going to move on from the lowly Detroit Pistons to a team that's trying to build and that is the Indiana Pacers. They finished ninth in the conference last year. They lost their play-in uh, game against the Charlotte. No, excuse me, against the Washington Wizards. But they finished thirty-four and thirty-eight. They were right there on the cusp of a playoff uh, appearance. They've hired Rick Carlisle to be their new head coach. After Rick Carlisle spent all that time down there in Dallas, and look, Rick Carlisle has. A NBA championship ring. He's coached some amazing teams. I think this was a excellent move by the Pacers. This is a move that I feel like they needed to get over the hump. They were a part of that huge five-team trade that got Westbrook over to the Los Angeles Lakers. They selected uh, Chris um, 
Daughtry, not Daughtry, um, Duatray, excuse me. But, yeah, anyway, they, they, they drafted a solid player with 13th pick. Uh, they've they've had a quiet season too, but you know what? They they were almost a playoff team last year. Most of the guys that were there last year are there again. They've to me they have a solid roster with uh, Brogdon and and Lamb and uh, Leverts, and they also signed T.J. McConnell to a three year deal, which I like. I'm a fan of T.J. McConnell. They've uh, they've got Tory Craig over there. They got uh, Justin Holiday, who I, I've I've been a fan of Justin Holiday. Holly, Justin Holiday can contribute. He's not as big as his brother Drew, but nonetheless, he can contribute as well. Tory Craig, he's going to contribute um, <clears throat> for the Indiana Pacers. They, like I said, McConnell, Lavert, Jeremy Lamb, who's a solid player. They got um, they got Brogdon over there. You know, they they they've got a team that can play that can get them to the playoffs and they have a head coach that can definitely get them to the playoffs there's no doubt about it Rick Carlisle's proved it with the Pistons he proved it with the with the um with the Dallas Mavericks he brought a championship to Dallas and I think it is one of those things that Carlisle was the perfect move to get them over the hump and I think Indiana's going to continue to build on what they got they're gonna make some moves uh in the future but i i like it i like it i have them winning four more games i have them winning 38 games i think they made the playoffs as well just like chicago they made the playoffs if i'm giving indiana 38 wins and i'm giving chicago 36 wins according to the standings last year that puts chicago at that actually put chicago at seven well, well, actually, we'll knock down Chicago to eight because of 36 wins, and that'll give the Pacers at number seven. And depending on how good the number 10 is, they might not even have to play in the play-in. They might just automatically get in. The Chicago had to do the play-in. But overall, good get, good offseason for them, especially with the uh, signing of Rick Carlisle, and they will continue to do what they have to do. And now... We are going to go to commercial when we come back. We are going to talk about the defending NBA champion Milwaukee Bucks. This is Technically Is Real on All Sports Cleveland. We'll be right back after these messages. This is a guided meditation on parenting. Take this time to breathe deeply and close your eyes. Right now, you're completely in control. Unlike the time you and your son played basketball, and you attempted to slam dunk. Or when you tried removing those raccoons from the basement. Concentrate on the soothing sound of my voice. Release the memory of when you wrestled with that beehive in your son's treehouse. Let go of the time you thought that skunk was a cat. Or when you pulled into the garage with your son's bike on top of the car. Deep breaths... Deep breaths. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. There are thousands of teens in foster care who don't need perfection. They need you. For more information on how you can adopt, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Today in school, I learned a lot. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In English, I learned that I'm disgusting. 
And in physics, I learned that I'm a loser. Today in school, I learned that I'm ugly and useless. And in gym, I learned that I'm pathetic and a joke. In history, I learned that I'm trapped. Today in school, I learned that I have no friends. In English, I learned that I make people sick. And at lunch, I learned that I sit on my own because I smell. In chemistry, I learned that no one likes me. In biology, I learned that I'm fat and stupid. And in math, I learned that I'm trash. The only thing I didn't learn in school today... The only thing I didn't learn today... The only thing I didn't learn... Is why no one ever helps. Kids witness bullying every day. They want to help, but they don't know how. Teach them how to stop bullying and be more than a bystander at stopbullying.gov. A message from the Ad Council. Right now, nearly 30% of U.S. students aren't finishing high school. In many places, it's even higher than that. And fixing it is a responsibility that we all share. This is President Obama, and I urge everyone to take responsibility for encouraging the high school students in your communities, to support them, challenge them, and do whatever it takes to help them make it through. Do your part by going to BoostUp.org and giving a student the boost that's needed to make it to graduation. A message from the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Some of the best sounds you'll ever hear are generic, safe, effective, even money-saving. Just like FDA-approved generic drugs. Even if they don't come in the exact same color or shape as their brand name equivalents, they have the same key ingredients and go through a rigorous review process. Talk to your doctor or pharmacist today and visit fda.gov slash generic drugs. Generics are safe, effective, and can save you money. You'll like the sound of that. Would you trade $10 to get almost $10,000 in gift cards redeemable at hundreds of places around town? Of course you would. And how incredible would it be if a portion of that $10 was used to support some amazing nonprofits? Nonprofits like Awakening Angels, Beautiful Faces, Easter Seals, these nonprofits and more. You get to save money and nurture your community. Join us today at UniteThisCity.com and embrace what makes our community different. Everywhere that we go, he makes people laugh and makes people smile, and I feel like I have that quality. He's the one who always takes me fishing. I watch golf with him. And <laughs> I watch him cook because when I grow up, I want to be a cook too. We have the same faces like this. Dad is the one, when you fall, that picks you up. That unconditional sense of presence and um, reassurance is really what makes him my father. Let's go inside the mind of a 10-year-old. I should have worn earrings today. Buckle up, Sarah. Michaela's got, like, the best earrings. Sarah, buckle up. I wish my name was Michaela. We're not hitting the road until you buckle up, honey. Oh, yeah, seatbelt. I wonder if there's pizza at school today. It can be tough getting through to kids, but it's your job to make sure they're wearing your seatbelts. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. Visit safercar.gov slash kidsbuckleup for more information. You wanted to see me? Yes, please, have a seat. So here's the thing. When this company brought you on, we took a chance on you. You didn't have that four-year college degree we typically look for. Right. But we gave you a shot anyway. And since then, you've worked incredibly hard and given it your all. Thanks. You've been an important asset to the team. But I don't think you can be an intern here anymore. <sighs> we want to hire you. You're, you're serious? Absolutely. Find your next great employee. Introduce yourself to the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. 
They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. I won't let you down. I know. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. If you talk and they will hear you. We all want our kids to grow up safe and healthy. So we show them how. And we tell them with honest conversations that let them know what we expect. Not just one time, but every chance we get. That's especially important when it comes to alcohol and other drugs. Kids not only need to know the dangers and how to avoid them, they need to hear it often from you. And when it comes to pain medications, opioids, they need to know that they should never be taken without a prescription and never shared with friends or family. It's dangerous and illegal. So talk with your kids and guide them through the challenges of growing up safe and healthy. Because when you talk, they hear you. For more information about talking with your kids about underage use of alcohol and other drugs, visit underagedrinking.samsa.gov. So talk, they hear you. You can do it if you try. Change lives. This is a public service announcement alerting you to the fact that you're a... We are back to technically it is real. So let's continue as we have finally reached to the last team of the NBA Central Division as the Milwaukee Bucks is next. The defending NBA champions with a record with a record of 46 and 26. That was good enough to finish third in the conference. They pretty much brought everybody back. They've added Bobby Portis. They've added George Hill. George Hill is coming back in his second stint. Drew Holiday and Giannis Antetokounmpo will be playing together again, which helps out a lot. And look, Giannis needs Drew. Drew needs Giannis. Especially Giannis needs Drew because now you're taking the ball out of Giannis' hands from bringing it up the court. And there's nothing wrong with Giannis facilitating the court and bringing the ball up the court. The problem is that teams can beat him halfway. And when you have someone like Drew that can run the offense, all you need is Giannis to do his thing, and Drew is going to deliver that ball to Giannis, and Giannis can ball out like he always does. So they didn't make it really a lot of noise in the offseason, but – I, do I think they're going to repeat? I don't know. They got Brooklyn to worry about. You got Philadelphia to worry about. That's really your only competition out in the East. In the West, you got the Clippers to worry about, the Suns to worry about. You have, to an extent, the Lakers to worry about, and even Portland to worry about a little bit. So it's going to be tough for them to repeat. It's even going to be tough for them to repeat as Eastern Conference champions because – Brooklyn's right there. Brooklyn is right there, especially if Kyrie gets back to being healthy and James Harden plays like he was when he was with the Rockets, when he actually cared about being on the Rockets. Then it's going to be tough for Milwaukee to repeat as champions because it's going to be 
some stiff competition out in the East in Philadelphia with Embiid, and hopefully they don't trade Simmons and Simmons, you know, balls out like he always do. I know he kind of folded in the playoffs a little bit, but overall, they're they're gonna have some things to worry about in the East, especially like with Atlanta coming up and 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 things of that nature. So they're gonna have to worry about that a lot. It is. This team is obviously going to contend. That's the thing about Milwaukee. They're, they are going to obviously contend. Now, if Giannis, God forbid, if Giannis goes down with an injury, you can forget about repeating. You can forget about repeating. The, the team is built to where if Giannis misses substantial time, they can still compete, get some good wins, anything like that. But they need Giannis in order to repeat just like they need Drew in order to repeat. Because, and, and I think Milwaukee realized that. I think Milwaukee realized that because they sat back and said, look, we're going to sign Drew to a four-year deal. He brings the ball up the court. It prevents teams from cutting Giannis' game down in half. It prevents teams from shutting down Giannis' half court. So let's re-sign Drew. Have them work together more, and let's continue to bring championships here to Milwaukee. And it was a good move by Milwaukee to sign uh, Drew Holiday in the middle of the season on, to a contract extension. But do I think they will be back to the NBA Finals? No. Do I think they add more wins to their win total than they did last year? Yes. Matter of fact, I have them adding seven more wins and potentially finishing first in the conference. But Brooklyn's right there. I think that is the only threat. And the only reason why I say they're the real threat over Philadelphia, because there's a lot of turmoil going over there in Philly. And yes, Doc Rivers is the NBA champion worthy head coach, but Doc really hasn't proven outside of not having Tom Thibodeau they, Doc really hasn't proven that he can do it because if you look up, if you look up what the 2008 Boston Celtic players have to say about Doc Rivers and Tom Thibodeau, a lot of those players sit back and say, hey, man, we didn't win that championship without Tom Thibodeau. Without Tom Thibodeau's defense and him running the practices and everything like that, we probably don't win that championship. So that tells me one thing, one thing only. Doc Rivers is blessed to have Tom Thibodeau back in 2008 because if it was for Tom Thibodeau being there and having that big big three there originally, Doc Rivers wouldn't be the coach as he's being praised out to be. Doc Rivers is one of the few coaches to blow multiple three-to-one leads in a playoff series. Doc Rivers, outside of 2008, hasn't proven anything that he that he's worthy of getting the praises that he gets. He's an excellent coach. He's a smart coach. Do not get me wrong. He coaches very good teams. But outside of 2008, he doesn't coach championship teams. Outside of Tom Thibodeau, he doesn't coach championship teams. So that's why I don't think Philadelphia is that big of a threat to Milwaukee. But Brooklyn, if you people remember Game 7, KD's foot was a half foot away from sending Milwaukee home. And when you put it in that perspective, 
that's why I sit back and say that the Brooklyn Nets is a threat to Milwaukee potentially repeating as defending Eastern Conference champions and defending NBA champions. That's what I personally think. Like I said, Milwaukee adds seven wins. Milwaukee adds seven wins. That gives them 53 wins. And I think they do that. I have a hard time having them coming out the East just because Brooklyn's right there. Hell, just because Atlanta's right there. Got a hard time with them coming out the East. So, we are going to go to commercial break. When we come back, I will be giving out my final thoughts, previewing what is going to be going on next week, and uh, what to be looking out for as well, as I've just gotten word on what my game will be next week. So, this I will be talking about that in a little bit. This is... Technically, it is real on All Sports Cleveland. We'll be right back after these messages. When snowmobiling in an avalanche terrain, make sure everyone has an avalanche beacon, shovel, and probe on their person and knows how to use them. Get training by taking an avalanche course and check the daily avalanche forecast at avalanche.org. Always be aware of local conditions. If you see recent avalanche activity, go ride elsewhere. Most importantly, only one at a time on the slopes. And don't group up in runout zones. Brought to you by the American Council of Snowmobile Associations and the Federal Highway Administration. It may be hard to believe, but people just like you are already saving money. FeedThePig.org makes it easy. Their simple savings plan teaches you how to start saving without going overboard. So you don't need to ditch the car and start rollerblading to work. I look ridiculous. You look ridiculous! You don't need to start foraging wild berries. I was skeptical, but these are actually pretty good. You don't need to sell your organs on the black market. Lie back. This is gonna hurt. Yeah, that hurts. You don't need to rent out your apartment to drifters. I made a fire with the wood in your bedroom. That's my dresser! And your closet door. You just need an internet connection. Don't get left behind. Start your personal savings plan with the tips and tools on feedthepig.org. That way, you don't need to sell all your belongings and live in a commune. These dungarees belong to all of us now, Tom. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. Right now, nearly 30% of U.S. students aren't finishing high school. In many places, it's even higher than that. And fixing it is a responsibility that we all share. This is President Obama, and I urge everyone to take responsibility for encouraging the high school students in your communities, to support them, challenge them, and do whatever it takes to help them make it through. Do your part by going to BoostUp.org and giving a student the boost that's needed to make it to graduation. A message from the U.S. Army and the Ad Council. Hey, are you interested in any aspect of broadcasting or media, whether it be being a cameraman, being an on-air talent, a radio personality, or even producing and directing? Well, Ohio Media School is the place for you. We have seven different campuses to choose from, taught by broadcasting professionals, a diploma program that includes 160 extern hours at radio and TV stations, job placement assistance, all in a nine-month hands-on course. Yes, only nine months. Just give them a call 
at 216-503-5900 or check out the website at beyondair.com. That's Ohio Media School, 216-503-5900. Take advantage of the opportunities that awaits you. On your way to work or to work out, remember Circle K is just around the corner. So stop in this morning and grab a hot cup of your favorite blend of coffee or energy drink, a fresh Danish or brand muffin, and some gas, and your morning should be fantastic. Remember, we also have fresh deli sandwiches and chips, along with refreshing fountain drinks for lunch. So for a fresh start, Circle K is the best way to start your day. Can you hear me now? Good. Can you hear me now? Good. Yes, Paul, we can hear you. We also approach because if Paul Machiavelli can switch to a better company with quality and purpose, you should too. AT&T offers not only discounts and company promotion for paying customers, but AT&T also offers more time. That's right, more time for better sending. Because I'm pretty sure that we're all tired of hearing. Can you hear me? Hello? Are you there? So switch like Paul there. So she can hear you, I can hear you, and the telemarkers can hear you when you hang up on. That's right, AT&T. Everyone, and I mean everyone, has the right to feel confident and secure when they wear swimwear. But we all know that that's not the case. So let's shop Vibe Swim. Vibe Swim is a swimwear brand that has the hottest styles for all sizes, genders, and of course, vibes. Be all that you are in new Vibe Swim pieces that you can purchase online at www.vibeswim.com. Again, that's www.vybeswim.com. By attending the Ohio Media School, you can experience hands-on coursework that can have you in a TV or radio career in nine months from now. Ohio Media School offers federal financial aid, job placement at graduation, and the instructors are working professionals in the broadcasting industry. Come tour the campus on Rockside Road, call 216-503-5900 to set up an appointment, or check out the student-run internet radio station at beonair.com today. All right, we are back to Technically It Is Real. So we got about 10 minutes left. So look, just real quick, going to preview what is going to be going on next week. Next week, like I said earlier in the show, because I did not watch Dark Side of the Ring episode um, of the plane ride from hell uh, as they return back to their uh, season, uh, their continuation of season three, I will be doing a two-for-one review. That is right, a two-for-one review as I will be not only reviewing the Plane Ride from Hell episode, but the Double Life of Chris Cannon uh, episode as well. I'll be reviewing both of those episodes. I will also be talking about the comments that Tommy Dreamer made about Ric Flair uh, next week, I will also be talking about. You know what? No, I am going to talk about it now. I've decided to talk about it now, just for a little bit because you know what? What he said on that. You know what? No, no, I'm going to talk about it next week because he talked about it in the episode. Let's just say he's been pulled from Impact for for a while. He's been suspended from. Um, from impact for a while i'm gonna talk about all of it trust me you're gonna want to know what my comments are on (laughs) on the the plane ride from hell episode i'm gonna watch it take my notes and everything like that and i will be also doing the uh the double life of chris uh canyon 
as well next week. So I will be doing that next week. Also, as of right now, barring schedule change or a um, or a COVID cancellation, I will be covering Brunswick versus Menor next week. We'll be talking about that as well, unless things change as well. Also, also, I want you guys to make sure you uh, subscribe to um, the Twitter page. Yes, I have a Twitter page called Technically It Is Real. We have the official, we have a official Twitter page now. So uh, go check that out on Twitter. The Twitter handle is that none other of at technically, excuse me, is actually at tech underscore it's real, no apostrophe. So tech underscore it's real. Go ahead and go follow the Twitter page as well. We want to make uh, so you can get some live updates on that. Also, go follow my Twitter, my professional Twitter page at T-Y-R-E-L-L-W-Jackson-1. That is at T-Y-R-E-L-L. That is how you spell my name. W-Jackson-1. Follow that Twitter as well so you can get uh, updates on what is going on with the high school sports as well. And keeping up with that, you get to see the interviews that I have after the game and the whole shebang shibu. So... That is what is going on. Also, what is going on next week, we'll be talking about the Cleveland Browns uh, as they go up against the Houston Texans. We are going to be talking about that game as well. And I have already decided on the next set of uh, divisions that I wanted to talk about with the NBA. We are going to talk about the Atlantic division. So that includes the Raptors, the Boston Celtics, the 76ers, the Brooklyn Nets, and the New York Knicks. We are going to preview that as well. And how can I also forget, we are also going to try to squeeze in a set of series because this is going to go on from now until uh, Survivor Series is coming up. I am going to talk about um, the best Survivor Series matches. We're going to talk about that one week at a time. We're going to start from 10. That is going to start next week as well. We're going to talk about my top 10 favorite Survivor Series matches. That means not the actual Survivor Series match itself, but just matches that happen on the pay-per-view of Survivor Series. We're going to be talking about my personal top 10 as well for that that is what is going to be going on next week. So just my final thoughts and opinions on what is going on in the world of professional wrestling. Once again, Biggie cash in. That was huge. We had a excellent uh, cash in. I just, like I said earlier, I just wish that it was a little bit of surprise there as well. Um, also keep your prayers Keep your prayers uh, to uh, Paul Levesque, Triple H. Uh, he had uh, heart surgery done. Uh, it was either earlier this week or late last week. He had heart surgery done. Uh, what a great dude. He comes off as a genuine nice guy. Uh, he works hard, has great ideas. Is uh, Hopefully, he is the guy that takes over for WWE once Vince steps down. If Vince ever decides to step down. Um 
So keep your prayers out for Paul Levesque, Triple H as well, and his family. We also want to keep mindful of that and hope to see him um, back real soon. So I am going to end the show about five minutes early. Coming up next, we have the Hill Turn. We have the Hill Turn show that is hosted by Lance Augustine. And speaking of Lance, I have a huge announcement when it comes between me and him. And you guys will have to just tune in next week to hear that announcement. I am Tyro Jackson. This is technically it is real, and it has been real as. I am thanking you all for listening to the show. Again, my name is Tyro Jackson. I am signing off. Like I said, coming up next, the Hill Turn show, previously recorded, not live, is coming up next. You all have a blessed day. Oh, don't forget, we're also talking about Jobber of the Week next week. You all have a blessed day. Have a blessed week. Stay safe. Stay classy. This is a public service announcement alerting you to the fact that you're about to listen to the Heel Turn Collective radio show. This radio show is written by some jabroni named Lance. Although he can be heard on the Beyond Air network, Lance's heel persona is one few possess. The only thing to do now is fasten your seatbelt and join the collective. What is going on? It is Lance. This is the Heel Turn Collective Radio Show, only on AllSportsCleveland.com, on uh, you know the old Beyond Air Network. So it is a beautiful Thursday, which means we're getting drowned out by rain, which is always a fun time. But like I said, this is the Heel Turn Collective Radio Show. This is Lance, and I'm actually joined 